0: Today I'm gonna show you how you calculate what is the maximum amount that you can pay when you're doing a flip. So you're safe and you can have a a lot of profit in building to your fix and flip. As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Sarah Sally. Let's get started. So now you found the property. You think that this property is going to be the one that is going to give you a good profit. It seems to be in the right area and everything else. So now you don't know what to offer. You don't know if the property is priced correctly. So there's a few things that you need to know, and I'm going to show you, I have a presentation today so you can see some of the numbers on how to calculate what is the maximum money that you're going to be paying, or you're going to offer for this property. And the reason that is there, and of course, you know, it doesn't have to be exact, but the reason that the formula is there, is because it'll give you a quick rule of thumb and you can start the negotiations with the seller. Very important here is that if you are not very familiar with renovations and what it needs to be done, especially if there's a lot of work to do, you need to bring in uh, your contractor or your general manager so they can, you can take a look at the house and get as accurate as possible a quote on what it's gonna to take to finish this property. And you gotta take a look at the area so you don't over-improve or under-improve, you just have to make it right. So that is uh, kind of the rules, but let me pull up my presentation uh, so you can see the numbers and how you're gonna do this calculation okay there we go for fix and flip transactions the first thing to look at is what is the maximum amount we want to pay for the property that will allow us to have the biggest profit if you can see um, I have two different houses here Uh, the first one just at a glance it requires a lot of work the second one From the outside, uh, it just looks like it doesn't need a lot of work, but the inside might need something to to be repaired. I don't know. I don't know at this point for what I can see. And so the, the, the level of repairs for each two of these houses might not necessarily be bad because if you do have or you acquire the first property, the one that is all boarded up and it looks like it needs a new roof, the price that you pay for that property may be exactly what you need to give you more profit than the second one. The second one you might be getting it at a higher price because it needs very little work and it might not give you that uh, gap to make as much profit. So these two properties for what I can see right now, I, I really don't know which one would be best for me to flip. Of course, one of them looks like I have a lot less work, but the other one might have more um, more room for me to make a bigger profit. So for the fix and flips, uh, you're going to need a little bit more data in order to do your analysis. First of all, you need to have the ARV or the after repair value. And that's when, if you're going to buy a house that is ready to go, ready to live in, that's how much you have to pay for. And then you need to do uh, a little bit of a research with it. Um, the best way to, do, to go about if you're analyzing a specific area is to contact a local realtor and they will give you some comparables. They will give you an idea what the houses in that area are going for. And this is what you need to, uh, to have. So you can use the ARB as a way to gauge the worth of a fixer-upper property, including how much it can be bought and then resold for after repairs. And as I mentioned, you need to get comparables from a realtor, and that, that's the most accurate way to do it if you don't know the area well. Now the second one is the repair cost. It's a bit tricky if you are not um, familiarized with the area or the repairs that need to be done. But I normally would categorize a repair as a small, medium or full repair. And then as you go along, you'll know what a small is, medium or full. And I'll go into a little bit more details in a minute. And then the next thing that you need to do is your clause and in cost including legals realtor commissions kickbacks to the buyer if there is required um, yes in some state this is expected in every transaction so not everywhere but you need to check this in the area you're going to be doing flips that was a really a big surprise when i did my fixed uh, flip and i didn't know that uh, buyers are actually expecting you the seller to give them some money back so they can close on the property. So let's take a look at what is the maximum allowable offer. That is the MAO. This is going to be the one formula that you need to memorize. It's very simple and it is, you're going to take the ARB, which is the after repair value and multiply it by. 0.70. So you want to have 70% of what is the, the price or how you're going how much you're going to sell it for. And then you're going to deduct all the renovation costs and your closing cost. And that will give you the magic number that you want, which is the maximum allowable offer that you're going to get. So that's how much you have to purchase that property in order for for it to be profitable. So let's take a look at this example. We have a property with an ARB of 300,000. So I can sell this property for 300,000 in the market. My rentals are going to be 45,000. So it looks like it's a big, a big rental. And my closing cost is $10,000. So when I look at the formula, I multiply 300,000 times 0.7, and then I'm going to deduct 45,000 and then $10,000. This is going to leave me with $155,000. This means that you need to purchase this property for 155,000 or less for you to make a reasonable profit. Remember, this is a rule of thumb, and there are always other things to consider, like negotiating that the seller pays for closing costs or make some other bigger and more expensive repairs. Uh, There's lots of things that you can negotiate in here, and that is basically just a rule of thumb. But if you can start from here and they're gauging the area, gauging this, you know, your seller and how much maybe you can add something else to the property that can, you can sell it for a little bit more than 300,000 in this case. So go back to this uh, lesson again, over and over start doing as many as you can so you can get really comfortable with this formula. And eventually, as soon as you see a property, you will know how much you can pay for this is gonna be very helpful for you. So there you have it. Now you know how to calculate the maximum allowable offer. And remember, this is just a quick rule of thumb to get started with your negotiations. Take a look at the area. Take a look at what the seller wants to give you. And that is just your starting point. So I hope this helps. And remember to keep doing a lot of them so you can get familiar with it and continue to use it and you'll see how that fits into your real estate investing business. See you in the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.airacelihernandez.com. Thank you.